Prefaces to Studies in the Psychology of Sex, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Fricker. Studies in the Psychology of Sex, Volume 2. Sexual Inversion by Havelock Ellis. Preface to the Third Edition. It has been remarked by Professor Wilhelm Ostwald that the problem of homosexuality is a problem left over to us by the Middle Ages, which for five hundred years dealt with inverts as it dealt with heretics and witches. To regard the matter thus is to emphasize its social and humanitarian interest rather than its biological and psychological significance. It is no doubt this human interest of the question of inversion, rather than its scientific importance, great as the latter is, which is mainly responsible for the remarkable activity with which the study of homosexuality has been carried on during recent years. The result has been that, during the fourteen years that have passed since the last edition of this study was issued, so vast an amount of work has been carried on in this field that the preparation of a new edition of the book has been a long and serious task. Nearly every page has been rewritten or enlarged, and the index of authors consulted has more than doubled in length. The original portions of the book have been still more changed. Sixteen new histories have been added, selected from others in my possession as being varied, typical, and full. These extensive additions to the volume have rendered necessary various omissions. Many of the shorter and less instructive histories contained in earlier editions have been omitted, as well as three appendices which no longer seem of sufficient interest to retain. In order to avoid undue increase in the size of this volume, already much larger than in the previous editions, a new study of eonism or sexo-aesthetic inversion will be inserted in volume five, where it will perhaps be at least as much in place as here. Preface to the First Edition It was not my intention to publish a study of an abnormal manifestation of the sexual instinct before discussing its normal manifestations. It has happened, however, that this part of my work is ready first, and since I thus gain a longer period to develop the central part of my subject, I do not regret the change of plan. I had not at first proposed to devote a whole volume to sexual inversion. It may even be that I was inclined to slur it over as an unpleasant subject, and one that it was not wise to enlarge on. But I found in time that several persons for whom I felt respect and admiration were the congenital subjects of this abnormality. At the same time I realized that in England, more than in any other country, the law and public opinion combined to place a heavy penal burden and a severe social stigma on the manifestations of an instinct which to those persons who possess it frequently appears natural and normal. It was clear, therefore, that the matter was in special need of elucidation and discussion. There can be no doubt that a peculiar amount of ignorance exists regarding the subject of sexual inversion. I know medical men of many years' general experience who have never, to their knowledge, come across a single case. We may remember, indeed, that some fifteen years ago the total number of cases recorded in scientific literature scarcely equaled those of British race which I have obtained, and that before my first cases were published not a single British case, unconnected with the asylum or the prison, had ever been recorded. Probably not a very large number of people are even aware that the turning in of the sexual instinct towards persons of the same sex can ever be regarded as inborn, so far as any sexual instinct is inborn, 
and very few indeed would not be surprised if it were possible to publish a list of the names of sexually inverted men and women who at the present time are honourably known in church state society art or letters it could not be positively affirmed of all such persons that they were born inverted but in most the inverted tendency seems to be instinctive and appears at a somewhat early age in any case however it must be realized that in this volume we are not dealing with subjects belonging to the lunatic asylum or the prison we are concerned with individuals who live in freedom some of them suffering intensely from their abnormal organization but otherwise ordinary members of society in a few cases we are concerned with individuals whose moral or artistic ideals have widely influenced their fellows who know nothing of the peculiar organization which has largely moulded those ideals i am indebted to several friends for notes observations and correspondence on this subject more especially to one referred to as z and to another as q who have obtained a considerable number of reliable histories for me and have also supplied many valuable notes to josiah flint whose articles on tramps in atlantic monthly and harper's magazine have attracted wide attention for an appendix on homosexuality among tramps to doctors kiernan lidston and talbot for assistance at various points noted in the text and to dr k an american woman physician who kindly assisted me in obtaining cases and has also supplied an appendix other obligations are mentioned in the text all those portions of the book which are of medical or medico-legal interest including most of the cases have appeared during the last three years in the alienist and neurologist the journal of medical science the central blatt für nervenheilkunde the medico-legal journal and the archivo della psychopathie sessuale the cases as they appear in the present volume have been slightly condensed but nothing of genuine psychological interest has been admitted owing to some delay in the publication of the english edition of the work a german translation by my friend dr hans Kurler, editor of the Centralblatt für nervenheilkund has already appeared in the bibliothek für Sozialwissenschaft. the german edition contains some matter which has finally been rejected from the english edition as of minor importance on the other hand much has been added to the english edition and the whole carefully revised i have only to add that if it may seem that i have unduly ignored the cases and arguments brought forward by other writers it is by no means because i wish to depreciate the valuable work done by my predecessors in this field it is solely because i have not desired to popularize the results previously reached but simply to bring forward my own results if i had not been able to present new facts in what is perhaps a new light i should not feel justified in approaching the subject of sexual inversion at all End of the prefaces.